We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the award-winning Rotowire Fantasy Basketball Podcast presented by WinBet. It is Thursday, December 23rd, 2021. Alex Berutha here with Shannon McEwen and Ken K. Train Kreitz. All aboard! Happy holidays. Uh, Ken, for you audio listeners, Ken is wearing a Santa baseball cap, as far as I can tell. Uh, yes. Is that that's not that's not a Santa cap over a hat? That's a specific baseball. No, this is a Santa baseball cap from the good people at Duluth Trading Post. Yes. Okay. I'm kind of surprised there's not like a Celtics patch uh, sewed on uh, <laughs> to the front, but I have done that with uh, free corporate items from other companies I used to work at. I just slap a sports patch on top of it, cover up the logo. That works. <laughs> um, let's jump right into the news. Uh, we I, we bet, we said the same thing last week, but the entire NBA has COVID still. I uh, don't think that'll be changing anytime soon. Uh, Ken put in our notes very graciously that as of the 7.30 a.m. Eastern Time injury report, Rotowire has 94 players listed in COVID protocols. For those of you at home doing the math, that's about a quarter of the NBA. Um Giannis, Jared Allen, Doncic, Anthony Edwards, I could go on. But chances are, if you have a fantasy team, you have uh, 25% of your players might be out due to COVID. Yeah. Um, Last night's Bulls-Raptors game postponed. Uh, On a positive note, James Harden cleared protocols, I think, this morning. And uh, looks looks like he'll be able to play on Christmas. Um, Last night, the Magic won with a starting five of Chumo Kiki, Franz Wagner, Robin Lopez, Hassani Gravit. And uh, Gary Harris, no idea who Hassani Gravit is. We'll have to look into that a little bit. Uh, but he was, he was a hardship, a hardship sign, I think, that started. A lot of, <laughs> lot of hardship signings uh, going on. Um, unlike the NHL, NBA Commissioner Adam Silver says there are no plans right now to pause the season amid COVID-19 concerns. Shannon, I'm going to kick this to you because you run a lot of leagues or at least you run our stake league. Uh, how are you just going to let this run out just in terms of like, if you're a league manager, is this just let the league rules run as they are? Are you open to maybe we add an extra IR spot? Like what's your feeling as someone who is running a league? 
Uh, you just let it run as is. Um, I'm firmly against changing rules in season, even when there's something crazy like this going on. Um, but it's been nothing but crazy for the past two years. So, yeah. you know, I, I, I just think it, it's it's part of the game. We'll manage. It, it's impacted every single owner, uh, you know, pretty much equally or in, you know, in theory, it should be somewhat equal. So it, there's, there's no avoiding it. But, you know, I, I don't see how, especially most, the vast majority of fantasy players are, you know, you're playing on ESPN, you're playing on Yahoo. It, they're not going to have a lot of custom options for commissioners. There's not going to be much that you can do. Um, you know, if you if you want to get creative with it, I, I, I think maybe just do a, a mid-season draft and, and do a second league on top of this one. If you, if you want to have that kind of do-over, uh, but you can't, you can't just reverse what the league is at this point of the season. You have to let it play out. Just do more leagues. That's my, that's my response. Do more. (laughs) Well, to that point, the NBA and Yahoo for a while have been pushing together post uh, Christmas drafts, post Christmas day drafts, feeling that by then most people are done with fantasy football and it might be better to not compete uh, with the uh, NFL. I think, I think, Did not mute for the viewers. Um, <laughs> I think Ken's now in COVID protocols. We, um, I think, had had we kind of understood that this would be the case, there'd probably be more best ball leagues or more like yeah. daily lineups leagues. I know Waylon presented or IR spots. Yeah, yeah, Waylon presented this question in, in his recent roundtable, and my response was just like. I, I would have preferred best ball leagues if this was going to be the case because then you don't get messed up by lineups and stuff like that. Again, a lot of people like second lineups, but at a certain point, it's just like a disadvantage if your player catches COVID on a Tuesday or gets hurt in, in any other way for that matter. Uh, well, you know, Alex, there is some bright side to the craziness of all this uh, COVID stuff, and that's these fun hardship contracts. You mentioned Hassani Gravit. We also had a reemergence of 40-year-old Joe Johnson, ISO Joe. He scored a bucket last night on a hardship contract for the Celtics. You may recall that Joe Johnson was originally drafted by Boston with the 10th pick in the 2001 NBA draft. I don't think Alex was born before that draft. Boston's now eighth in the East uh, after their win last night over depleted uh, the depleted Cavaliers. Guys, to get away from the Joe Johnson, the ISO Joe fun, who do you pro, uh, who do you think is a pretender in the East? Which top ten team do you think will not make the playoffs come end of season? Before before I answer that, I have two notes. One, I saw Joe John. Someone posted a picture of Joe Johnson uh, being boxed out by Michael Jordan in a Wizards jersey <laughs> next to the picture of him playing the other day, which was kind of incredible. Uh, number two, Hassani Gravit, um, SEC sixth man of the year in 2019. So he's got okay. some pedigree. He's on a 10 day uh, contract with Orlando. See if he sticks. Yeah. <laughs> uh, as far as pre- uh, pretenders, um, you know, I think everyone's like gut reaction is to say Cleveland just because they mm. came out of nowhere and they don't have the top end talent as like a lot of other teams. But I, I mean, I don't, I don't want to call them pretenders. I think that size sticks when they get Allen and Mobley back. I think that's legit. 
I know, yeah, they have a they have a legitimate squad. Kevin Love is playing great off the bench. I looked oh, at his stats yeah. the other day, like 20 minutes a game, he's putting up 16 and 6 or something like that. Um, and he's just jacking shots unconsciously. I mentioned him in the uh, in the waiver wire section. He's like, he just thinks he's Vinny Johnson now, that his job is just to shoot his, like, the ball burns his hands. He just throws it to the basket as fast yeah. as possible. The air fryer, that's his new nickname. <laughs> yeah, but if we're, if we're talking, did you say like top 10 teams? Well, you know they got the plan, so it's oh, it not seems top not eight. Make the you know, I, I meant look at your ten. It ends with Sixers, Celtics, Hornets, Raptors. Raptors at ten, though the Raptors are only a half game ahead of Atlanta. I, I'm going to throw out there while Shannon thinks about his answer. I know it. It's, I think the Wizards. Yep. I think the Wizards. Yeah, Spencer Dinwiddie is finally is playing terrible now for them for some reason. Uh, it they're, they're really still beeling a bunch of a bunch of scrubs. I don't. I mean they. they Yes, they added depth, and yes, they were smart to deal Westbrook, but that just seems like a phony squad you, to me. You had they got off to such a tremendous start, and, and it was just you had a bunch of guys playing over their heads. You, you know, Kuzma, Harrell, those, those guys they yeah. they can be good rotational pieces, but they definitely played over their head earlier this season. It's absolutely one hundred percent the Wizards. That is the answer. You know, and, and, and it shows three and seven with, over the last ten. Yeah, exactly. That was exactly what I was going to mention. You know, they're 16 and 15 now after their hot start. Uh, they've already fallen on the hard times, and I expect them to fall below the Sixers and the Celtics and the Hornets and and the Hawks and possibly the Raptors. Um, I, I don't expect much from the Wizards. You know, the Cavs, I do. I agree. I think they're somewhat legit. Uh, their odds of making the plan are looking good. Um, I also still won't be surprised if they fall. I think they're playing above their, I mean, they're almost playing as 600%, you know, 60% winning percentage right now. I did, I expect that to drop. Um, and, but it's really, those are the two main ones. I think the only other surprise team, the bulls um, are legit. So, so yeah. I don't even want to bring them into the conversation. Yeah. Yeah. To me, Alex, I agree with you guys, Washington, I was just gonna say Washington or Toronto, especially since I don't know what Toronto is going to do at the trade deadline. They could they could blow it up and not blow it up entirely, but continue to rebuild and say, "Hey, we're only you know basically one win out of the third worst record in the MB or third worst record in the East." Go for a good draft spot. Um, but yeah, let's go to uh, some news from the Knicks. Derek Rose uh, out eight plus weeks after ankle surgery. Obviously, a tough blow for the Knicks who rely on Derek Rose. More than a competitive team should, um, and just a tough blow for Derrick Rose because obviously his injury history. Uh, long term starting point guard for the Knicks. I mean, it's basically between Emmanuel Quickly, Alec Burks, or Kemba Walker. But um, I, I still think the Knicks are a team. This is kind of off script that they could make a trade for a point guard. Um, if that's if there's one thing they need on their roster, I think it is point guard. I mean, you got you got teams like. I, I don't know. I think Sacramento is interesting with the Aaron Fox, um, but that's that's off script. None, none of those three guys you mentioned are really point guards. Even Kemba Walker has devolved into just a bad defense shooting guard. None of them per 36 minutes. They all average less than four and a half assists per 36 minutes. I mean, Burke's free, uh, field goal percentage has been abysmal since they made him a starter. He's at 34%. Clearly in over his head, trying to be a point guard. We all know he's a wing. Uh, yeah, a trade. A trade seems painfully obvious because 
those bing bong fans aren't really waiting for patience to uh to occur in new york right right and i i think i think some of the logic there is you know you have you have julius randall he he's pretty good at play you know being a playmaker from the point uh power forward position rj barrett's got a little bit of playmaking skills in him you know even even fournier same same type of thing so it's just more of a a point guard collectively they equal maybe three quarters of a point guard i suppose uh i i it does you know for i think quickly is going to be the quickly is going to absolutely receive a boost um yeah. you know once he's back back in action um i think walker can earn that spot back though um it, you know he's played he's played fairly well or well he he's getting minutes and, and volume right uh, the past two games that's <laughs> a better way to say it. yeah uh, due to minutes, lack of other options yeah. yeah minutes and usage right they don't have anyone else but he he's post you know he scored 50 points in those two games um it not not great shooting the ball uh i i, I it just depends on what which combination of players leads to wins for that team that's all Thibodeau is going to care about uh, and they're one and one in the two games since Walker's returned to the starting lineup. If they go on a little bit, little bit of a run before the rest, you know, before quickly comes back and, and some of these other players return, which they're all kind of trending towards that now, uh, then maybe Walker holds on to a, to, to a 30 minute roll, but it's just going to be about wins. Um, I think quickly Burks Walker should all three probably be owned in 12 team leagues right now uh until the situation plays out i think i think we gotta give kemba a little more craig he's got 50 points in on yeah. 40 shots but only three turnovers uh so yeah. he's like high usage rate low turnovers which is he's been good at that the past few years easiest way not to turn the ball over shoot it <laughs> absolutely he's never been shy about that well hey let's let's uh turn to some good point guard news where shea gilgis alexander with a triple double last night uh, as the th- his thunder beat the Nuggets 108-94, SGA posted 27 points, 11 boards, and 12 dimes. You should give SGA some props. The last eight games, he's had 23.3 points, 6.8 assists, 4.3 boards, 1.8 stocks, and 1.3 made trays a game. Plus, they hit a game winner, and frankly, what should have been a game winner versus the Pelicans. Uh, so yeah, kudos to SGA guys. The thunder have won three in a row break up. OKC outside of SGA and giddy. Who is your fantasy favorite on the thunder? Mm. Outside of S- a Dort. Yeah. Dort. Yeah. 17 points a game for Dort <laughs> this season. Uh, not doing a ton else, but obviously has steals and blocks upside given his, uh, how good he is at defense. But, uh, yeah, I mean, SGA and Giddy are just going to dominate all the possessions. So you're not really getting assists out of anybody else on that team. Um, I, think that's, I think that's the only real answer. Yeah, I agree. I, you know, if you, if you are forced to pick a third option, uh, it's, it's got to be Dort. You know, I was, I was pretty high uh, on a few other players on their team, some of the young guys uh, during draft season, just uh, anticipating that they would see heavy run. But that hasn't worked out. Like Baisley's not hasn't been good. Uh, Poku's been been trash. You know he can't really even get get heavy minutes or regular rotation minutes. Uh, even my boy Isaiah Roby, bad, bad, bad. So it's Dort by default. But but I do want to give love to Giddy because the dude is absolutely on fire. 
you know, I called, I, I called it. I said, I wanted him to be my, my, the, I thought he was going to be the first rookie to get a triple double this season. Uh, I, I don't think that's the case. I believe one other rookie already uh, has a triple double, but Giddy's flirting with one almost every night yeah. now. He's 17, nine and seven, eight, 18 and 10, just production across the board over the past four games, which is really the, the point where Giddy has hit another level. He's averaging 14.5 points, 9.3 rebounds, 7.8 assists, and one steal, uh, 1.3 three-pointers as well. Yeah, he's not shooting the best. He's only shooting 41% from the floor during that stretch, 50% from free throw line. Hardly ever gets to the free throw line, though. Only two and a half temp attempts per game. But, you know, outside of uh, those percentages need work, obviously. And, and I think his, his shot will come. Uh, it, it'll, it'll certainly improve throughout the season. Uh, but you got to love those rebounds and, and assist numbers from, from the rookie. And only 19. Like we saw, yeah. as we saw with Lamelo, when you put up those numbers at 19, yeah. the ceiling's high. Absolutely, uh, it, Ken. Let's go to our. Oh, sorry, want to finish no, that up? Yeah. Is who is Giddy your second favorite rookie target from this rookie class for dynasty leagues? Is, is he number two behind Cade right now? Or no, I'm sorry, number three behind behind Mobley and Cade. Uh, Scotty Barnes for me. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. But uh, Giddy, I mean, Giddy's right there. I mean, you never, Giddy, you never know. Uh, yeah, I, I, I agree. I think Barnes, Barnes is a good call, uh, and I agree with that. Um, but Giddy's definitely, I would, he's top five now in as far as this rookie class and dynasty value. And I think there's upside for more. The class, the class is absolutely stacked. We've stuck it a million times in this podcast. Um, just an amazing rookie class. Mm-hmm. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. The headlines remind us daily, the world is a dangerous place. The elites in charge say everything's fine, stop noticing, but you know better. And your gut knows that time is short to prepare for a world that is four missed meals away from chaos. My Patriot Supply has helped over three million families become more self-reliant and is the company Americans trust to prepare. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure their best-selling three-month emergency food kits. Each contain delicious breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Secure at least one food kit for each family member. For a limited time, save $200, plus get free shipping on all their Ready Hour 3-Month Emergency Food Kits. You're not ready if it's not Ready Hour Foods. 
My Patriot Supply also has solar power generators, water filtration units, biomass stoves, heirloom seeds, and critical survival gear. Shop MyPatriotSupply.com today. MyPatriotSupply.com. All right, Ken, let's get to our fan feedback. Yeah. Uh, today's fan question comes from superfan Key Deason, who asks, should I trade Paul George, Devin Booker, and Marcus Smart for Steph Curry, CJ, and Spencer Dinwiddie. When he says CJ, I assume he means CJ McCollum and not newly signed Boston Celtic hardship 34-year-old CJ Miles. I'm pretty sure he's talking about Corey Joseph, um, which, you know, is uh, yeah. <laughs> the Pistons. <laughs> but I think this answer is a little obvious. But, uh, guys, what do, you, what do you have to say here? Would you give up PJ and Booker? for Steph. I haven't really checked on Booker's fantasy ranking lately. And that's like, to me, that's what can, uh, kind of holds the whole trade together. But Booker's 36 right now in eight cat McCollum 58. I think I'd just rather hang on to Paul George and Booker and smart. Um, I don't really know what's going on with Dinwiddie in general. I'm kind of worried about him, but I, I just keep what I have. If I were you, I understand the argument. Plus McCollum's lung, right? <laughs> got oh yeah, yeah. Lung. I forgot. I forgot about. <laughs> yeah, McCollum's got a collapsed lung. Yeah, I would not. Yeah, you can't. You can't do that. Uh, I'm I'm agreeing with you, Al. Uh, I, it's Paul George Booker and Smart for me. You know, the, the third piece in each of these. I, I would argue the yeah with Steph Curry, you're getting the pl- best player in the deal. But the second and third piece are are significant advantages to the the. Paul George, Booker, smart side. Um, and and I think George and Curry are actually closer than most most folks think. I mean, George is, George is going to be probably a top five, top six guy at the end of the season um, you know, w- with, with Kawhi Leonard likely out for, for the majority of the year. So I, I, I'm going with George, Booker, and smart. All right. And fans, please go to our Rotowire YouTube uh, page. Look for the most recent basketball video. Like the video and leave a question for us, and we'll answer it next week on the audio podcast. Let's jump into our waiver wire section. Uh, Obviously, this is a little earlier than usual. We're doing this on Thursday. Waivers usually run Sunday for people. So if you're in a daily lineups league, this will be more helpful to you. We we don't know what's going to happen with COVID protocol, so keep all of this with a grain of salt. my available in 50% of leagues player that I am highlighting is Chuma Okiki, uh, draft bust this season uh, in fantasy. <laughs> yeah. But Wendell Carter Jr. suffered a pretty bad leg injury. You got other guys in protocols. Okiki started the past four games and has averaged 13, six, and four steals, one block, and two assists. Um, that's it. Uh, I mean, they. <laughs> They are not on a two-game week, and uh, the Magic have been absolutely decimated by protocols. So that's all I got. But, I mean, we saw last season he he played well at the end of last year, which is why he was getting yeah. drafted this year And Franz Wagner. It turns out Franz Wagner is actually good, which people yeah. weren't expecting, and uh, <laughs> that led to Okiki not seeing a ton of minutes. You know, we, we are listing Carter's possibly back this week. That's surprising. Um, maybe yeah, I mean, we... either way... I think Bamba. Something happened to Bamba. He's in. Pro, yeah, he's in protocols. Um, but, but either way, they got a ton of guys in in protocols yeah. and out. He's been starting all week, 
showing what yeah. we expected. Ross's That's a good one. Protocols, Hamptons and protocols. I, I do worry for Okiki. Um, I, I worry about his long-term value. I do think he's worth streaming oh, yeah. option, especially while, while the Magic are shorthanded. You know, eventually, it, Carter's injury appears to be not as serious a, as first thought. Um, it's either that or the Magic are just not being very nice about their injury reporting and listening to him today. Yeah, they do. I mean, I feel like they did that with Cole Anthony when he missed a, mm-hmm. a, big, a stretch this mm-hmm. year. They played it off like it was day-to-day when it wasn't anything close to that. Um, yeah, it could be the same scenario with Carter. We'll have to remain to be seen. Uh, Okiki will, you know, basically as long as Carter and Mo Bamba are out, he's going to get some run. With that run, he will get some production. I, I already think he's priced out on the DFS side. Um, he's up to like 68 or 6,900 on FanDuel for tonight, which is too much. I mean, his his all of his value so far has basically been in the defensive department, right? So he has he has seven stocks in one game. Yeah, these just the past three games: seven stocks, four stocks, six stocks. That's not going to continue. Can can he maybe get you know? You know, two stocks per game, sure. Uh, but he, he's not going to continue posting numbers like that on the defense bend. So, I, you know, good streamer option while the match are shorthanded, but not much else. Orlando with three games, not four next week. Uh, that's a bit of a hindrance. But frankly, the way things are getting postponed, who knows what, uh, what games are happening or not. Uh, we shall see. All right, guys, I'm going to move on to my um, – my regular uh, pickup, which is Cameron Johnson of the Phoenix Suns. He's 38% rostered on Yahoo. Uh, last 10 games, he's put up 14.2 points, 5.4 boards, a steal, and 3.1 made three-pointers. He's been an excellent three-point shooter his whole NBA career. Still young. Scored double digits in each of his last 10 games, and the Suns have four games next week. Probably can just leave Cameron Johnson on this list. He got an extra boost with some other COVID guys out for the Suns. But Cameron Johnson, a steady scorer off the bench for the Suns. Yeah, yeah, I think that's right. Um, You know, he is not – I think some people are hoping for more production of him this year than we got last year. But um, hopefully he's kind of turned a corner here. And he's – I mean, he's a a fine long-term ad, you know, if you're you're in a – uh, someday he's beating league. out Jay Crowder. Someday. Yeah, exactly. Good dynasty league potential guy. Um, yeah. Yeah. He's he's I think he's already exceeded expectations for, for most most of the the draft draft Knicks who who viewed him as a reach for the Suns yeah, as the number up. eleven pick. Um yeah, he's already to me proved that he's better than than he was expected to be. Um, you know, the three point shooting. Uh, it is certainly certainly a strong a strong area for him. You know, it, it, he saw a lot of extra run recently with with Booker out. Um, but you know, even with Booker back the past couple games, we're we're seeing about 24 minutes per from Cam Johnson. Um, and like like Ken said, I, I do think there's upside. I mean, he's six eight between him and him and Kel Bridges, they can play the three and the four together. Um, Cam Cam's got enough size if he can beef up and get a little bit stronger. You know, he could be that stretch four for them long term. Who's your yeah, uh, short term? Who's one of your guys, Shannon. You need a short term if you need threes. Great category play. Absolutely. Sorry, Shannon. Go ahead. It's okay, Ken. I like it when you interrupt me. 
<laughs> which you didn't even do. You didn't even do. So my my first uh, pickup suggestion for the week is Larry Nance, starting power forward for the Portland Trail Blazers. You know, Nance is just about he's about forty five to fifty percent owned on Yahoo. Not owned hardly at all on ESPN. Only like six or seven percent owned on ESPN. You know, he started six straight games for the Trail Blazers. Not, nothing too eye-popping with his numbers, but he's playing 30 per 30 minutes per, 7.5 re, uh, points, 8.2 rebounds, 1.7 steals. Uh, you know, he's even hit hitting half a three-pointer, which is okay for him. But it, it's the rebound and steals. Uh, that's what, really where he pops. So if, if you need those two categories, uh, Larry Nance is worth a look. Uh, he, you know, he, he's just the type of guy who's going to be productive enough in those categories if he's getting 28 to 32 minutes per where he warrants a look in, in most formats. Alex, would you say Larry Nance a good sub for those burned by our Robert Covington advice? Yeah, uh, both him and Robert Covington are Rotowire favorites. Uh, so if you drafted them both uh, with the hopes of at least one of them doing well, uh, I guess you're winning somehow. <laughs> Well, you know, on the Covington side, Covington's actually done okay since moving to the bench too. So, you know, he's still playing 30 over 30 minutes per game. He's averaging seven, six and 4.3 stocks per game in those six outings. So Covington's actually improved his value uh, since moving to the bench. So, so you have two guys, two, one move and two guys see, see an increase in, in fantasy value. Covington's averaging seven points a game this season and is still ranked 115th. If you're wondering how insane his profile is for fantasy. Um, okay. All right, Alex, my, so take us to your long shot of the week. My long shot, Isaac Okoro, who should be coming back from COVID protocols shortly after Christmas. So maybe pick him up on Sunday with the hopes that he clears protocols in time for uh, Cleveland's upcoming week or just keeping him long-term. He was playing really well. Uh, before he landed in protocols, which was unfortunate, uh, averaging like he had put up a couple. Let me see here. I got it here. Past four performances, 18 and a half points on 70% shooting probably won't sustain, uh, but four rebounds, one and a half assists. <clears throat> He's primarily a defender has been shaky from three, but it's a good sign that he was, he was hitting a lot of his shots. So he's, he's a long shot for sure. He's coming back from COVID all that, but he'll play. Because they don't have they don't have a tongue out of their depth at that guard spot. Well, he's the one that benefited the most when Colin Sexton went down with the uh, um, season-ending injury, right? Absolutely. Yeah, him and Rubio both got a decent amount of run and different kinds of usage. But yeah, and they put sure. a curl in the starting lineup, which is just pay dividends. Yeah, uh, Ken, who's your long shot? Ooh, my long shot is. Eric Bledsoe, I'm cheating a little. He's rostered in 28% of Yahoo leagues. Our limit for long shot's supposed to be 25%. Uh, but he's back in the starting lineup with Reggie Jackson out. He had a 19.8 rebound, seven assists game last night in their win over the Kings. And the Clippers have four games next week. We've been saying Paul George needs help from others, especially scoring. And I think at least for the next week or two, it's Eric Bledsoe's turn to help out uh, with Clipper points. We've been burned by Bledsoe before this season, but as long as Reggie Jackson is out, uh, the chances of you getting burned are a lot less. Because uh, like you said, Ken, they need they need whatever he can give them. 
Uh, Shannon, long shot. Yeah, my long shot is a, a name most fantasy players are going to be familiar with. It's Gary Harris for the Orlando Magic. Uh, you know, he, he started about uh, 50, almost 15 games in a row now for the Magic. Uh, you see an increased usage and, and more minutes recently because of, because of the, all the illness and, and injuries across their entire roster. Um, but I, 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 it's kind of like the Okiki su- suggestion where I think he's a good streaming option. Um, he's not going to blow you away, but but he could. He, he's scoring more right now. He'll get you a few assists, a few rebounds, you know, chip in with steals and three pointers uh, while the Magic are shorthanded. So if you're looking for a streaming option for the next week or two, Gary Harris, you can do worse than Gary Harris. <laughs> he qualify well for the dull suggestion of the week. He's not. Who is your dull suggestion player. of the week? My dull suggestion is we're going to Argentina for Facundo. Compazzo for the Denver Nuggets, backup point guard. He is rostered in 13% of Yahoo leagues. It's total category play if you're looking for assists. Uh, last six games, he's had 6.3 assists per game, 8.3 points, and 1.3 steals over 26 minutes. Uh, so Compazzo is my dull suggestion of the week. Or, you know, go with Gary Harris. And probably, and probably the only Argentinian sports player I know off the top of my head besides Lionel Messi. So congratulations Ooh. to Fancudo Campazzo. Uh, Ken, we do have some words from Yahoo DFS. The NBA season keeps on rocking, and Yahoo is going big with daily fantasy basketball. You've probably seen this already. There's a ton of big prize contests going on throughout the season on Yahoo. Including their, including their multi-entry contests now being shark-free. To celebrate Yahoo going big on DFS, as well as Yahoo Daily Fantasy becoming shark-free, Yahoo is giving all users the opportunity to claim free $10 on, in site credit. Users can take advantage of this free $10 site credit offer to join one of Yahoo's biggest contests. Yahoo will have daily contests all season long. Play a single game contest of your choice throughout the week. Then join Yahoo's weekly Friday main NBA contest to compete for large cash prizes. Play daily fantasy basketball on Yahoo. Visit sports.yahoo.com slash daily fantasy slash welcome to claim the free $10 offer that sports.yahoo.com slash daily fantasy slash welcome to claim the free $10 offer. All right. Let's talk about another one of our sponsors, Thrive Fantasy. Thrive is back for another season of fantasy hoops, and they're running guaranteed contests every single day. With Thrive Fantasy, you eliminate the countless hours of research and focus on only top-tier athletes who have the biggest impact on the game. Sign up today and get a free RotoWire subscription. Six months of RotoWire for free. How do you do that? Well, visit rotowire.com slash thrive, T-H-R-I-V-E. Deposit a minimum of $10 and receive a 100 deposit, a 100% deposit bonus up to $100. And then you play in your first contest, and I'll send you an email saying, thanks for doing that. Here's your free subscription. Do it now. How chatty do you get in those emails, Shannon? Oh, it's – no, it's 
it's not chatty at all. <laughs> <laughs> if there's one thing we appreciate here at Rotowire, other than Shannon not being chatty, it's making good decisions. <laughs> And even more so, making the right decision. Listen, Bravo. folks, I have an incredible offer for you with Rotowire's newest partner, WinBet, the premier digital casino and sportsbook app. WinBet is now the exclusive sponsor for Rotowire's fantasy podcast. WinBet brings you all the latest action with a user friendly interface, money line bets, boosted parlays, over unders, round robins, live betting, and so much more at your fingertips. Want a break from sports betting? Head into WinBet's digital casino and take a spin on roulette. Double down in blackjack, slam the slots, or try your hand at Baccarat. WinBet is currently available in seven states, Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, and Virginia, while rapidly expanding. At WinBet, the possibilities are limitless. WinBet is currently offering all RotoWire listeners a risk-free bet up to $1,000 on your first wager. Download WinBet now. That's W-Y-N-N-B-E-T. WinBet, the exclusive partner for RotoWire's Fantasy Podcast. <laughs> Let's jump into DFS. Uh, we'll keep this quick because of the injury situations. 11 game slate today, highest over unders. Charlotte at Denver, 229.5. Minnesota at Utah, 226. San Antonio at the Lakers, 224. Again, too many injuries to list. Uh, they'll probably change throughout the day. So just keep an eye on the RotoWire lineups page or flag guys to on your watch list and you'll get updates shannon do you have anybody off the top of your head who catches your eye what games yeah i i want to be on brand as on brand as possible so let's just go ahead and start with the detroit pistons cade cunningham has been ruled out he's entered safety protocols so there's going to be a shake up with the pistons starting five you know, who, which player is going to control the ball, the usage is going to be distributed across that roster. But, but I do think there's a few options that are, that are more enticing than others. Diallo, my boy, Ham Diallo is going to get another start. He's been, he's been starting to place it. Yeah. I, I love, I love my boy ham sandwich, <laughs> put some cheese on it. That's what he's going to do tonight. Uh. He's going to put some cheese and mayo on that ham sandwich. He's going to score you about 40 fantasy points on FanDuel. Uh, I, I like Diallo. I like I like the bidet, Sadiq Bay. He's been uh, he's been playing solid since Jeremy Grant was has been sidelined. Without Jeremy Grant, Sadiq Bay stepped up. He's been solid. I think those are the two options to target. You know, it, Killing Hayes is going to return. It's to be determined who's going to start at shooting guard based on Dwayne Casey's. Uh, usual rationale, it'll be Frank Jackson. But uh, if it's Saban Lee for some reason, he'll he'll make an e- interesting option as well. So Piston, th- there'll be some value available with the Pistons. But I think if you're just going with one, Ham Sandwich Diallo is, is the pick. <laughs> I think those are all good calls. Uh, I'm looking for value towards the Pelicans game because yep. Jonas Valanciunas is out. Uh, which I assume means Willie Hernan Gomez is going to start and see pretty big minutes because they have not trusted Jackson Hayes at all, no. <laughs> basically since drafting him. Um, in the so Hernan Gomez has seen twenty two or twenty three minutes in three games this year. In those games, he's averaged thirty eight fantasy points. Uh, hasn't gone below thirty three fantasy points. So if he sees thirty six minutes, 
you know, we're projecting like a modest 90, 100, 120 fantasy points out of him. <laughs> uh, against Orlando's front line, which is extremely beat up. Decimated. So I'm, I'm expecting a big Willie Hernan Gomez game. Um, and if you're feeling crazy, I guess Jackson Hayes. I just, I wouldn't do that. Um, but I'm, he'll, he'll big play. rebound game for Josh Hart. Josh Hart, great Ooh, rebounder. Valentunas out. I yeah, like good that. call. Good call. Good yeah. Call. Big, big Willie was actually, he's, he's the number one value, you know, in our optimizer. That was the first player I, I thought of when, when going to set a lineup tonight. His per 36 numbers 20.8 points, 16.6 rebounds. And that's about it. But, you know, that, that's, that's a good 40 fantasy points right there. So if he gets the run, he's going to, he's going to be productive. Hernan Gomez, ironically, is in that same boat as Valanciunas where people were like, just give this guy 30 minutes. He'll pick up numbers. And turns out they decided to do that with Valanciunas, and it's happened. Yeah. Um, Ken, do you – I see some suggestions in our document. Is that from last week, or are you – Are you? oh, no, no I'm not. I've made no, I'm no looking suggestions. At but I will throw out – I do like John Collins in a Trey Youngless yeah. world for Atlanta. Uh, I like Collins. Uh, someone's going to have to score against the Sixers. Again, it's just because Trey Young's out that frees up a lot of shots for either him or Cam Reddish, who's been hoisting uh, shots like crazy lately. But uh, yeah, so I like uh, both look at Collins and Reddish again as they need to fill the void left by Young. Yeah, Reddish is a good call. Twenty-three shot attempts in his last game. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That that Hawks Hawks played last night, so you know it's the second game of a back-to-back. But if you any almost anyone on the Hawks, if you hit Dewan right. You know, John Collins, uh, Cam Radish, like you said, all three of those guys played 40, basically 40 minutes last night. Uh, remains to be seen how their legs are going to do today. Um, but they don't have anyone else to play. So I, I would be very surprised if all three didn't approach 40 minutes once again. And, Bogdanovich and, finally came back for them and yes. looked awfully rusty, though, last night. Yes. And yeah. It'd be crazy to push him in a back-to-back off coming off a – uh, injury. Yeah, that one, that one I'm more worried about, you know, it, it, and it's ankle. That's not COVID. He's right, got an right, actual exactly. um, injury issue that they probably need to be gentle with. But I, I think with the current, the current injury situation, which, you know, as we've hinted at, it, it's going to change substantially between now and when lineups lock. Uh, but the, the current injury situation, the, the Pistons roster, how that, how that, plays out with with Kate out Atlanta Hawks you know it's second it's not an ideal opponent and the fact that it's the second game of a back-to-back is not not the greatest thing but I I still think there's going to be three or four of those guys who play close to 40 minutes and then Big Willie Big Willie style Hernan Gomez a lock for 40 <laughs> fancy points tonight I mean that's that's na, 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 na. Yeah. I think uh <laughs> In the same in the Atlanta game, so they're on the second ever back to back, and Capella is out, and they're going up against Embiid. Yeah. So Embiid could have a huge game coming. Um, oh, if absolutely. You're looking to spend up at center. Just like the 41 are... Embiid just put on Enos Cantor Freedom, who can't play defense. We all know he can't play defense. Could be looking at Embiid, a similar situation. By the way, Freedom now sick, also has the COVID. Okay. Mm-hmm. Just put in protocols a few minutes ago. Great, great call on Embiid, Al. And like Ken said, you know, with with a backup big man or third string big man guarding Embiid in, in the most recent game, he went off for seventy three point five fantasy points, and he wasn't very heavily owned. 
because there were so many discounted plays at the center position. On and, and no Drummond. And no Drummond. So right, they can't right. they can't lean on a lot of backup minutes. Yeah. So that's I think that's a fantastic call. Um, you know, it, it's I don't expect uh I, I don't expect the Hawks to put up much fight down low against Embiid tonight. <laughs> yeah, Jokic is also going up against Charlotte. Um they don't really have much of a front line either. So if you're looking to spend up at center to kind of curb the the roster rates of Willie Hernan Gomez and others, could do it. Uh, any last words on DFS, Shannon? I, I've got a question for for the two of you. Jalen Green is expected to return oh, yeah. tonight. Mm. What's what's uh... the cooler? Is he the new cooler in Houston? After remember they used to call A Rod that when he played for the Texas Rangers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I do expect them to start losing again. Uh, more <laughs> I wouldn't, I wouldn't play him if that's what you're asking. At 5,200, first game off the ham, is it a hamstring? I can't remember. Yes. Yeah, hamstring. I wouldn't do it. Hamstring's too risky. I agree. I agree. And it, it'll be interesting to see, you know, how that impacts, uh, the Rockets, the, the Rockets rotation. Uh, you know, I would expect guys like Garrison Matthews get less minutes. Um, but I don't. I also don't expect Green to get heavy minutes. You know, I would be surprised if he plays more than twenty-five or twenty-six minutes tonight. So he, I'm avoiding him as well. All right, let's move on to Ken's old man rant. Ah, I hate the prevent the fast break foul. My own Celtics are guilty of this. Dennis Schroeder and Jason Tatum do this all the time. This is what happens with the current rules. It's a smart play. We need to change the rules. It makes, though, for some boring basketball. Basically, when you notice the opposing team is about to start a fast break, that they have numbers, you just intentionally commit a reach-in foul to prevent it. It's not an obvious intentional foul, but it is an intentional foul. And the only punishment is that, yeah, the, the, the fouling team is one foul closer to the penalty, but the fast break team now has a side out with no advantage. We want dunks. We want fast breaks. Come on, rules committee. Make the punishment for stopping a fast break worse. Arrgh. They'll change it. They'll change it. We had we you know we had some good rule changes this year. It's just kind of like what what are the top things that everyone's complaining about, and that that's gonna that's moved up the list now. So Ben get- Gundy has said on a few uh, ESPN broadcasts he thinks they're gonna change it too. So I'm I'm just trying to add to the mo. I know what big decision makers listen to our pod. So you know I'm trying to push that up. Need more Obi Toppin between the legs, fast break dunks in game. Uh, or how about Time Lord's Euro step last night? Did you see that? Oh, I did not. I'm, I'm going to embed that in our uh, <laughs> uh, article post of today's pod. It was gore- It covered about 28 feet, and he he made the steal himself, dribbled baseline to baseline while well, he stole it about the foul line, and then Euro stepped for the dunk. I just wept tears of joy. He's he's an unbelievable athlete. Uh, if he could yeah. stay healthy, I will. Uh, except for here's my knock: can't play a full thirty minutes. He tires easily. He needs to get in a better cardio shape. Old man yeah. Al Horford before COVID was basically playing better than him at the end of games, which is wrong. Wrong. Should not be the case. Uh, I think we do. We have any mispronounced names? Um, I don't think so. Boy, that's a yeah. shame. We got to start intentionally butchering some. Ramesh is getting mad at us. I don't blame him. 
Yeah, we need to we need to do like a uh, a ten day <laughs> hardship guys list, and then you have to try to pronounce all their names. Uh, it's like a who he play for situation, but just a little bit different. Nick uh, Stoukas okay. back on a hardship with Toronto. Sauce Castillo. Yeah. Wins for deck coming back. Uh, okay. <laughs> Thank you, everybody, for joining us on the Rotowire Fantasy Basketball Podcast presented by WinBet. Ken, take us out of here. Yeah. For today's quote, let's go to Los Angeles and veteran guard Rajon Rondo, where he said after Christmas Day game last year, maybe two years ago, he said, Merry Christmas, you filthy animals. Attention, passengers. This three-car fantasy train wreck has hit the end of the line. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.